Hello and welcome to the Banker podcast series, Banking Under Pressure, exploring how the financial services industry is coping with the COVID-19 pandemic. In this series, the Banker's editors are interviewing industry experts from around the world to gather insights and advice on specific challenges, best practices and innovations that can help banks and their customers manage during these tough times. I'm Kimberly Long, Age Editor of the Banker, and today I'm speaking with Nadine Shamim, the Head of Cash and Liquidity at SmartStream. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for inviting me. Delighted to be here. Great. So to begin with, how has the coronavirus put a strain on liquidity in the banking sector? It's quite an interesting question. Um, I think it has. Um, Many banks are doing what they can to preserve liquidity at the moment. Uh, Central banks and governments have been pumping liquidity in the system Uh, But also they've been encouraged to preserve that liquidity as well. You've read that regulators are saying uh, either withhold dividends or do not pay dividends for the time being, or in in fact, reduce the level of dividends uh, that are paid out. Um, And they've been asked to make additional provisions for bad debt. This helps bolster their uh, liquidity buffers, so to speak. And the last set of results show um, for banks, uh, in the recent um, uh, two weeks, that um, they've reported a reduction in PL due to increased loan loss provisions and impairment charges. They have a direct impact on liquidity, as you'd agree, right? Um, and there's a real challenge now that potentially you need to know which one of your customers or counterparts may fail, leading to an increased liquidity risk. So what can be done now to deal with these issues? Well, I think, first of all, you need to know exactly what liquidity you have and where it is. It sounds very basic, but it's it's the key uh, factor that needs to be put in place. Uh, now, not that just you know where your liquidity is at the end of the day and you manage your liquidity towards the end of day target, but also a focus on intraday liquidity has become uh, critical. You need to be able to have your liquidity position in real time so you can manage that liquidity on on a real-time basis. In addition to that, I think it would help that liquidity managers, treasurers have um, an ability to get alerts in real time. Uh, They get alerts on whether there are breaches on... uh, their limit thresholds, uh, whether there are spikes in liquidity usage. And these are the, the key things that would help um, deal with some of the issues, but also have an, an insight uh, in terms of what is waiting to be settled and what has settled so far. Know when the liquidity crunch points might happen, because if the things have not settled within a day, you don't really know when the receipts will come in, but you still have payments to make. Will that create a liquidity crunch point and you're likely to exceed your, your intraday limits as such? And, and the other elements are around knowing at any point in time what the liquidity position looked like right now versus average over a period. So that's a quick and dirty check to say, is my position going off the rails 
is it in line with the what you expect uh, at this time of the day or uh, when you're looking at your liquidity position? Um, I, I mentioned a little bit about having an insight into unsettled receipts. What does that mean? That means you need to be able to predict what the settlement time might be, whether you have machine learning capabilities or, um, or an understanding of your uh, client's behavior, which could effectively uh, highlight potential for uh, non-payment of those receipts that are due to you. And of course, you need to be able to carry out stress tests. And another point that's been raised is around the stress testing. So how can stress testing be used to gain insights and potentially prevent further issues in the future? So it's a great question. I think um, stress testing, especially around intraday liquidity, has been more of a regulatory task. It's been a tick box exercise. And I think it's become evident that the current situation uh, has exposed the need to make this task as a, a BAU task. So in effect, stress testing uh, for intraday liquidity has come into its own and shown its value. Um, it, the stress testing gives the ability to run, um, well, if it becomes a BAU scenario, gives the ability to run ad hoc scenarios to test failures of, for example, a counterpart or a correspondent bank, or potential uh, drop in market value, the collateral that we've used to secure um, committed lines as such. Now, if you just purely focus on what the regulatory tasks are, that's done and dusted. But because the uh, pandemic has created a uh, stress stress condition, uh, which is which hasn't been seen before, you need to be able to create ad hoc scenarios for internal use. Um, so these ad hoc scenarios would show the impact of uh, liquidity uh, on your day-to-day -day liquidity and your uh, intraday liquidity. It gives insights to management to get to, to put in place various management actions. Um, and these actions are around events that have not happened before. So having a flexibility to say, I want to run ad hoc scenarios, which will uh, impact the position of my, my liquidity position uh, based on changes in, in uh, the receipts that are coming from a counterpart, underlying customer, uh, as I said, correspondent bank, or your own uh, position as well, so that your management actions are set as a uh, at almost automated uh, manner, giving uh, the framework for the organization to to effectively protect the bank. Great. Well, thank you um, very much, Nadim, for joining me today. It was really interesting to, to hear you discuss those points. My pleasure. Thank you. And you can keep up to date by subscribing to our weekly podcasts on iTunes, Spotify and Acast and follow our discussions at thebank.com slash podcasts.